Hey, it's Billy. I'm glad you're here for today's episode of Start Small, Believe Big. Many of us find ourselves somewhere in the middle of failure and fulfillment, stuck in a limbo of frustration. I believe when we begin to grow our faith with small steps while believing in our big God, we will find peace and contentment. As we stretch our faith, we are empowered to live out His calling and purpose, one step, decision, and action at a time. Let's not resist that small beginning, but persist in the next thing God is calling us to. Today, I'm trying to record this podcast, and I'm in an apartment in New York City. I've had to postpone recording because I've been traveling, and there's been noise and and craziness, and I forgot my adapter. And, you know, in the beginning of this, I talk talk about being stuck in the middle of failure and fulfillment, and I feel like I'm stuck in failure. (laughs) And so that frustration has me just bubbling over with with a bit of this anger inside of me. And I get very, very frustrated that I'm not relying on the Lord to guide me through these times when things aren't going the way I think they should be going. We're in the end of our baseball season. And in the end of baseball seasons, there's a lot of things that come about. And some of those things, and I'm I'm being vulnerable you get with you guys, and this is not the way the podcast was supposed to start out, but this is where I am, and I want you to know that we all reside here at times. The biggest thing we need to do is learn not to stay here. You know, the end of our season's coming. I'm getting ready to have to pack up a, an apartment to move out of here to we're in limbo. We don't know if we're going to the playoffs, and it all seems like I'm whining, but it's just the reality of what we're going through right now. I have friends that have gotten death threats and horrible messages because their husbands aren't performing the way the fans believe they should be performing. There was a baseball wife recently that a man showed up at her door threatening to shoot the family. This is not all right. This is not all right. And that's where I get stuck in that feeling of failure because I'm not relying on God's word to carry me through. I'm not relying on God's word at times to give me the peace that I know he wants to feel, fill me with God. That's a word that God has given me in Southern that does not translate. Sorry, fill. To fill me with the peace and the contentment that I know God has for me. And I beat myself up so often because I fail to go to God's word And I live in the feelings of frustration. The problem isn't that I'm feeling frustrated. The problem is that I'm living there. I'm residing there. It reminds me of when my boys were little and I would try to teach them lessons. You know, like when we go to a restaurant, you need to sit in your seat. When we go to a restaurant, you're not to throw things on the floor. You're not to get in a food fight with each other. You're not to wrestle your brother while you're sitting in the booth at a restaurant. Or you're not supposed to slap your brother when we're sitting in the stands in the family section. You know, all those things that I taught them day by day, praying that it would guide them to be mature men when they became adults. And the frustration came that I didn't feel like what I was teaching them was seeping into them and I had to start all over. 
You know, when my boys became middle school age and I would just talk to them like they were two-year-olds again, in my mind, I was talking to them like they were two-year-olds because they were acting like two-year-olds. And my oldest said to me one time, don't treat me like a child. And my response was, stop acting like a child. Show some maturity. Wasn't the best response as a mother, was it? Because my frustration in them not learning, my fear of how others would judge me in their behaviors, and my overabundance of anger building inside of me and not relying on God's word took me, had to take me back to the elementary truths of what God wanted to teach me. The verse I'm going to read today is Hebrews 5.12. In this scripture, the author was feeling so frustrated with the people having been Christians for a long time, but not acting like it. Hebrews 5.12. In fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. He told them they were acting like children, like children that didn't believe in God's word, that didn't understand the truths, the elementary truths of God's word. He had noticed that the audience had been in a cycle of learning biblical truth, but then quickly forgetting what they had learned and needing to relearn it all over again. He felt that they should be at a point spiritually where they could be teaching and guiding and helping others, but instead here they were staying stagnant and needing to be retaught. You see, these were longtime Christians, having taken the first steps towards becoming mature, but then they slipped back to where they started. They had enough time and enough knowledge to become teachers because they had been there for a while, learning the word, learning God's truths, but they weren't showing the growth and maturity to be able to teach others. They knew the Bible, but they weren't allowing it to make a difference in their walk with the Lord. If we're going to talk about spiritual growth and personal spiritual growth, we have to talk about areas of struggle and weakness. And I hope that in my vulnerability of showing you how weak I am, not only at times, sometimes, most of the time, but I want you to see that appearing weak doesn't show you the personal spiritual growth that requires, I guess, covering up and the, the, the vulnerability of showing my spiritual weakness doesn't allow for you to see the personal spiritual growth that I have in my life. Spiritual growth requires us to open up about our difficult places. It requires us to go back to the elementary truths of the Lord 
and grow from there. I don't want us to be sitting here frustrated that we're not perfect, that we haven't gotten it yet. I want you to continue to grow closer to Jesus, to fall in love with Him, to show your vulnerable side, to stop saying, I'm fine, to stop thinking you have to fake it until you make it, to stop believing that you have to have the picture-perfect Instagram that doesn't show your flaws. The process of spiritual growth can be unsettling and can be painful. But we need to move away from that. Fear stops us. Fear of pain, fear of growth, fear of change stops us. But it does not excuse us from growing spiritually once we've invited Jesus into our lives. He did not promise us that it would be a comfortable path. He promised us he would be along with us during our growth. A lot of times when I get frustrated and in this frustration I've been feeling this week, I started beating myself up because I am writing. I have a book coming out next year about, you know, realizing, restructuring getting rid of those emotional barriers, realizing God's best, you know, all the things that we should know. And I've been beating myself up that how can I teach anybody? I'm struggling. But I want you to know my commitment to you, my commitment to Jesus, is that one small step at a time, my goal is always to be better than I was yesterday, to love Jesus more than I did yesterday, to learn from His Word today, to understand, to grow in wisdom each and every day, to become that mature Christian that God so desires. In the first place, we need to go to look for the milk, the elementary truth of Scripture to help us grow is in opening our Bibles. I want to encourage you, if you number one, if you don't have a Bible, email me, Billy, B-I-L-L-I-E, at billyjouse.com. I will buy you a Bible and send it to your house. Include your name, your address where it can be shipped, no P.O. box, because they won't ship it to a P.O. box, and I will personally send you a Bible. And I pray that every day you open that Bible to read God's truths, to grow more and more into the Christ-like, mature Christian He desires you to be. When you open that Bible, a lot of times when I'm in need of Jesus' word and I don't really know where to go, I'll hold the Bible and pray and open it to a page and point. And if that scripture doesn't speak to me, I'll do it again until there's a scripture that catches my spirit and says, this is what you got to read. This is what you got to do. This week in this frustration, I just felt no peace within me. I just felt like life was... 
this swirling. <laughs> and my editor told me I use the word swirl a lot. Apparently I do. I must be thinking about a swirl of ice cream. But my life swirls. It feels like a hurricane sometimes when when things are just flying around me and I can't grab hold of anything. And I just feel no peace in my spirit. And this week, a scripture I've been relying on is John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace, God's peace, I give to you, not as the world gives. Not as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. That's the scripture that has been laid on my heart this week. And that's the scripture that when I'm standing in the middle of my personal hurricane of having to pack up an apartment, not knowing if we're going to the playoffs, not knowing if we are going to a hotel or going home, not knowing what's going on, not knowing what's next, not knowing when I can do this or do that. I have to stand in the middle of that swirl (laughs) and take the peace that God wants me to have, that I see in an elementary truth that he has put in front of me in John 14. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Lord, today I embrace that peace. I've written that verse down on a large sticky note that I've stuck on my wall. That's what I'd encourage you to do. My challenge for you today is to get some sticky notes, have your Bible in front of you, and write down a verse that you really need to focus on, that elementary truth that you need to focus on to grow in your faith to be a mature Christian, a more mature Christian. I love you guys. I pray for you every day. I may not know you, And you may be sitting there thinking, yeah, you don't understand my circumstances. Yeah, you don't know me. I may not, but God does. And when I lift you up in prayer, the people that are listening, that are reading, that are following, whatever it is, I don't want you guys listening to me or following me or needing me. I want you to see Jesus. I want you to know Jesus personally. I want you to grow in faith. I want you to believe in him, to continue to learn about him, to pray to him, to connect with others, to know more about him. And then I want you to be that mature Christian that you can serve others and become that teacher. I want to thank you for listening, but before I go, I do want you to know about the daily devotion I send out Monday through Friday mornings. I just recently got this response from someone saying, thank you so much for that little bit of morning sunshine, Monday through Friday. And our amazing community of humans just take a little time each morning to dig into God's Word. It's a daily devotion that comes out in your email. And you can sign up for that on my website. You'll just receive a little encouragement in your inbox each morning. The devotion starts with a scripture, then there's a short teaching, and it ends with a quick prayer. We would love to have you join us. I promise no spam, no email that 400 people are going to be responding to, and it's going to be overwhelming. It's just Jesus and me in your inbox. And you can find the link in the show notes or on my website, billyjouse.com. So thank you for joining me today on the Start Small, Believe Big podcast. I hope you're back next week for another episode. Now, 
Let's not resist that small beginning, but persist in the next thing God is calling us to. Be blessed, my dear friends. Until next time.